0: Now,
1: here's the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Haltus. Heck yeah. What an awesome crowd here tonight. What an awesome crowd here tonight because it is a sleep-deprived kind of Tuesday, but what a way to be deprived of sleep. This score just in. Chiefs 24, Chargers 17 in the NFL Mexico game, 2019. So proud of our team. That was a hard game in hard circumstances. And those guys were able to get it done. That Chiefs defense out there time and time again. And to intercept Phillip Rivers four times, that was huge. And to get out there and defend uh, that lead time and time again, the Chiefs were able to put the hammer down, baby, you have got it. All right. this uh, we're at the Hive Market Grill, one of the great locations in the city, one of the central locations in mission on Martway, uh, not far from like the intergalactic headquarters of the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network and it is the intergalactic headquarters of the uh, marketing uh, office of Hy-Vee, uh for this region. So a great store here but tonight, uh, throughout the evening, at the end of the Hy-Vees, since the Chiefs scored 24 points last night uh, in Mexico City, and it's even even because the game is in Mexico, you still get 24 points. You can earn 24 cents on your Fuel Saver Plus perks card with a purchase of $24 or more. That's from the great folks here at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Mission. Also, a reminder, the Chiefs Kingdom show is brought to you by Bad Boy Mowers. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country, Mo with an attitude, and bad boy Bobby is here tonight from the Chiefs sales and marketing crew. So he is famous. He's got his his bad boy uh, Bobby. That's his deal. Uh, He's awesome. He works very hard for the Kansas City Chiefs, former high school phenom from eastern Colorado, Uh, but he was a Bronco fan. He's seen the light. Okay. What a terrific game. Um, Yesterday, last night. And to uh, gut it out, and I've never seen a team that needs a bye week more than this one. Uh, they're gonna, it's gonna be uh, phenomenal for them just to back off a bit and try to get healthy and to um, kind of get everything back mentally and, and emotionally, get ready for these last games of the season. We have got an awesome crowd here tonight. Hurricane Vanessa is here tonight, the KQ2 meteorologist. It is her four, it's her last show. However, they transferred to Mississippi. Uh, Where she become a Mississippi State Bulldog. Uh, Also, we have here tonight the 68 Inside Sports All-Stars are here tonight. Lucy and Ethel are here, although we've got an injured reserve. It's like this season, like we've lost 158 quarters to injured starters as Ann's over there with her broken wrist, uh, but she's trying to play through it. So Lucy and Ethel are here tonight. Tall Paul is here tonight from the 68 Inside Sports crew. The Red Coaters are here tonight. The geeks are here tonight. Yellow Froman is here tonight. Snowstorm Sandy, the autograph geek, Weird Wolf is here tonight, but he's taking on another persona. We'll get to that in a second. The Taj Mahal tailgaters are here tonight. Susie Bling Bling uh, and Kent, the Cake Packer, uh, with some big news tonight. Also, Hey Hey Paul is here tonight with her posse. Uh, the La- the Lot D tailgaters are here tonight as well. So a big shout out to them. Big Countries here tonight. Our wrestling champion, who has brought his belt. Matt Stockdale, our wrestling champion. The puppet lady is here tonight with her posse. And I know it's a bye week, but she's already got the Raider puppet. There it is, Chucky, 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 hit Chucky. We had to sell tickets to punch Chucky there and her puppets. Uh, But anyway, she's got her crew here tonight. And a young lady that was at the game in Mexico City on her way back to Stafford, Kansas, kind of took a circuitous route. She's here tonight. Mary from Stafford, Kansas is here tonight. She went to the game last night in Mexico City. Also, a shout-out to a couple of folks today. Before I bring Hurricane Vanessa up here, uh, and that is met a dude today named Blake Ford. Blake Ford gets it. He goes, man, this isn't about fantasy football. It's about reality football. And that game last night was about reality football because our offense and Pat Mahomes had to show some guts. It wasn't a pretty night of 400 yards. That was a gutted out, grinded it out. Grind it out. Uh, And we'll get into this as the evening goes on. But Pat and that offense showed some uh, guts when they needed to, particularly the nine-play 75-yard drive to start the third quarter. Ran into a dude, Blake Ford, today. He goes, man, that was tough. And Blake Ford, great high school player from the past, he gets it. And a real fan. And also, we've got a crew listening tonight in San Diego, California. We have grown so many Chiefs fans in San Diego because of the team vacating there that moved up north. Uh, to Carson, California, who lost to us last night for the tenth time in eleven tries. So we're going to have two things go on before we go to the break, and we're going to we're trying to hook up with Coach Reed here. But Vanessa, coming up, we're going to put the headphones on you here, because in the to basically say uh, and completing that game last night, the Chiefs were able to finish it. Hurricane Vanessa in her final appearance here with the Chiefs Kingdom before she moves to Columbus, Mississippi to give you the weather in Columbus, Mississippi. We'll all watch in Columbus, Mississippi. All right. She is our interpreter tonight. All right. First of all, in English, to intersoup, to intersoup, to intercept Philip Rivers four times in a single game, that was? Grande. Year. Grande. In English, it's? Huge. In Spanish, it's?
2: Grande.
1: All right to defend the Chargers and to get a gutsy nine-play, 75-yard drive, followed up by a gutsy six-play, 54-yard drive to take a two-possession lead. It was time to...
3: Baja there
1: you go. So we got that right. All right, thank you. Big shout-out to Hurricane Vanessa. Thank you so very much. We're going to bring you back up at the end of the show. Um, but tonight, even though the Chiefs have a bye week, We have got to stay involved because the Raiders are the new flavor of the month, are they not? The Raiders are cool and they're hot, but they are going to play this week the New York Jets. The Jets have a famous guy in the stands, one of their super fans, that is known by Weird Wolf. And Weird Wolf tonight will play Fireman Ed. So you folks lined up for the pictures, got to be involved here. Here we go. We're all Jet fans this week. On three, here we go, Fireman Ed. E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. Again, E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Thank you, Fireman Ed. I mean, Weird Wolf. When we come back, we're going to hear from Head Coach Andy Reid on that spectacular victory last night and getting ready for the rest of the season. Back with Coach Reid here from the Miami Market Grill in Mission after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. hardman in motion in front of the homes ball on the left hash left side
2: run mccoy 40 yard line shady cuts it back 45 and midfield downfield block 40 35 and the old war horse will just gallop down the track keep in mind the best game of his career was against detroit 217 yards and two touchdowns as an eagle a 39 yard run
1: by shady mccoy Welcome back, everybody, to the Ivy Market Grill in Mission on Martway. A great location, one of the Ivy's great stores here in Kansas City and centrally located. That was the run by Shady McCoy against Detroit. Why did we play that tonight? I know Lucy and Ethel want to know here uh, from the uh, 68 Sports All-Stars. And uh, we did get a text, too, from Deborah Pugh. She's leading the way on this watch party our listening party they have tonight in San Diego. The reason we're playing that is, Because tonight, our special ambassador guest with the bye week, the guys have already scattered. Uh, So Ted McKnight is here tonight. He is the author of one of the longest runs in Chiefs history. So tonight, all throughout the evening, we will celebrate the night of the long run. We will play tonight the longest runs this season. And we will mention the longest runs in Chiefs history throughout the evening. So tonight, we got a lot going on. We're Jets fans. Uh, it's the night of the long run and uh, getting ready, uh, actually celebrating, of course, the victory last night over the Chargers. And a reminder at the hy Market Grill tonight, throughout the Hy-Vees uh, in the Kansas City area, tonight, since we scored 24 points last night on the Bolts, you can save 24 cents, earn 24 cents on your Fuel Saver Plus Perks card with a purchase of $24 or more. Okay, we said last night was not a night for fantasy football. It was a night for reality football, 7,300 feet above sea level. Um, In an international location, it took a lot to pull that game off, but it took a lot to win that game. Now, here's what's interesting. At halftime of that game, the Chargers had the ball for 18 minutes and 38 seconds. We had the ball for 9 minutes and 32 seconds. The Chargers had 248 yards offense. We had 106. The Chargers had 14 first downs. We had five. And we led 10-9 to nine at halftime. All right? That was a blast email to Phillip with 1L Rivers that the second half was not going to be much fun. But this is a play that I want to play for you tonight because this is this tells you, If you hang in there and you keep sawing wood, a singular play can flip a game, particularly in a division game, particularly a game that is this tight and this tough. And we've got to thank the Honey Badger for the first of one of four Phillip picks. The Bolts lead at 901 to go second quarter. Rivers steps up, sings it on the middle
2: intercepted! Intercepted by Matthew at the 30, 25-20. Honey Badger going left. He's at the 10, stumbles and falls down at the 7. The Honey Badger doesn't care. A 34-yard interception return by Ty Ron Matthew and the teacher in business.
1: What that was huge. Oh, my gosh, it flipped the game. The Chargers had been dominating, couldn't get into the end zone. Great red zone defense. We were struggling on offense. Whoops, Honey Badger gets down there and uh, puts us in business. That's why we had a 10-9 lead at halftime. We had a chance uh, today uh, to catch up with head coach Andy Reid. Actually, um, Spartacus, you know Dan Israel, a lot of you know him, cancer survivor. A lot of you helped him get through that battle with cancer. Well, last night, right before the game, he was pulling his hair out because it was not real easy in Mexico City to put that broadcast on, if you're listening, especially in the first half. But right before the game, Dan Israel, Spartacus, we'll have him here later for one of the shows, became a grandpa. And he now has Emmeline Grace as his granddaughter. So a huge night, huge night for Spartacus. So what do you have when a proud grandpa introduces a grandpa interviewing a grandpa of Andy Reid you get this
3: chat all right Mitch thank you very much coach congratulations again on last night's victory over the Los Angeles Chargers so much good in this game to discuss but if we could I'd like to start with the venue one thing I've learned from you is it really doesn't matter where or when you stick to your routines you play the game whenever wherever you're asked to play it but when it comes to these international games it, it's all but impossible. To maintain some of those routines, how did you manage this undertaking?
4: Yeah, I I was proud of our guys. You know, we stayed home. It kind of kept the guys in their routine. Uh, They were tired, but it kept them in their routine. They sucked it up. We're probably lucky that the game was this late in the season, just from the standpoint that the guys are good football. They're in good football shape, so um, it worked out okay for us. I I was so proud of our defense. Uh, You know, just for stepping up at the end there and. Just making plays. Frank Clark was unbelievable.
3: Yeah, Frank seemed to be fighting his way through double teams to get to Rivers. It was, uh, it was impressive to watch. We talked to him in the locker room afterwards, and, and we asked him about getting to Rivers and getting Naughty his first interception from it. He said uh, he was just doing what he was coached to do, something obviously the defense did as a unit last night. I want to ask you about the first half. Even through some of the offensive struggles, when it seemed like the Chargers were just coming over the walls, you guys held the fort. <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, we did a great job in the red zone. I mean, I think they were one for three in the red zone. We scored in the red zone. They 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 struggled a little bit. So uh, with that, um, the turnovers I thought were big. You have four turnovers. I mean, you have four turnovers in a game. That's a that's a tough thing to overcome. And and uh, we were lucky that we had the one and and uh, you know we were able to recover from that.
3: I know how much emphasis you put on. Winning the giveaway takeaway. Much of that success from the pressure of that interior defensive line that played so very well. In particular, guys like Derek Naughty getting a pick. Tyron Matthew gets a pick. Rookie Rashad Fenton, another great game. He gets his first NFL pick as well.
1: Eckler is in. He's to the right of Rivers. Third and 10 for the Chargers at their own 17. Chase two deep safeties, pressing the line of scrimmage, playing with extra DBs, and Neiman in coverage to throw Rivers. He's going to throw long middle. He's throwing long middle. It's going to be intercepted.
2: Fenton's got it, picking it off. Intended for Andre Patton. It's the first interception of Rashad Fenton's rookie season. And the defense will run to the end zone and take a picture. Rashad Fenton picks it off. It's the third interception tonight, thrown by Philip Rivers.
3: And then came the fourth quarter, coach. Rivers driving in the closing seconds. He makes a critical red zone error by not locating. Dirty Dan Sorensen.
4: Yeah, no, and was, it was big. You know, a couple of BYU guys on the field. They had one. We had one, and I was proud of both of them. I mean, they both played a good game. So, uh, but um, and then you know the Badger had one right yeah. in his hands, and he yeah. was kill. He was yeah. kicking himself. <laughs> yeah. You know, for that, that would have uh, uh, probably put it down right there because uh, he had a lot of room to run. But uh, listen, all in all, I'm proud of the the way they played. and The offense stayed in there. Everybody supported each other and battled. I, you know, special teams, I thought, they did a nice job.
3: Yes, they did. Complimentary football, for sure. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention your tight end, number 87 in your playbook, Travis Kelsey, who last night became the single fastest player in the NFL history to 450 receptions, 6,000 yards. He overtakes Rob Gronkowski and the previous record holder, Hall of Fame tight end, Kellen Winslow Sr. How about, Kels?
4: You know, we, we weren't getting him the ball early, my fault, but um, uh, just with the calls, and and uh, so we started dialing up his number a little bit more, and and he just uh, took charge. So Pat got him the ball, did a great job with that, um, and that was one of those games. You know, that was uh, they had it kind of going and uh, on defense and and offense, and uh, we just hung in there long enough. They let us hang in there, and we were able to finish it.
3: You worked on that concept all week last week, finishing the game. But that's it's it's easy to say, tough to do, coach. Last night, you're able to finish it.
4: Yeah, well, that was something we talked about from last week. You know, all three phases last week had an opportunity to finish the game. We didn't do it. Defense did it this this time, and they came up and just said, hey, enough's enough, and here we go, put put the hammer down, and uh, I thought just did a great
3: job there. Now you have the bye, much-needed time to recover, continue to heal, then back in the saddle against the nagging Raiders. And kind of what's become a tight divisional race. Enjoy what little time you'll take, and good luck hosting the Raiders on December 1st.
4: I appreciate it. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Coach. Mitch, Big Red with a big victory on the big stage. Thank you, Grandpa
1: Spartacus, for interviewing Grandpa Andy. Two proud grandpas right there. A couple of things as we tag it before we go to break. One, you heard Coach say that they stayed home. That was a strategy that they had. The Chargers were at Colorado Springs all week at the Air Force Academy. Okay, how did it work? Um, I've learned to trust Coach on those deals. He... Spends, he just didn't think, oh, I guess this is what we'll do. He researches and researches. The other thing was to finish that game. It was very similar to the Vikings' win. When you get a chance to close a team out in this league, you've got to close a team out. And you heard him say it better than anybody. We were able to put the hammer down. A couple of things. One before we go to break. Fireman Ed, I mean, Weird Wolf is here tonight. You people got to get in on this because... This week, during our bye week, we have become Jets fans. Fireman Ed, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. All right. We need to somehow get that on social and send it to Fireman Ed say we are reaching out to our allies this week to beat the enemy. Uh, the other thing we're doing tonight is celebrating the night of the long run. And when we come back to the hy Market Grill here in Mission, we will bring to you the man who brought... The first long run to Chiefs history. An 84 yard touchdown run. Ted McKnight will be with us when we come back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Daryl Williams. Second year back is out there, wants a right side run, gets a nice push. 30 35. Daryl Williams
2: at the 50. An ankle tackle in Ravens territory to the 33. Darrell Williams, who was a star at LSU. The Chiefs got him as an undrafted free agent last year. Peels off the longest run of his career at 41 yards.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Chiefs Kingdom show at the hy Market Grill in Mission tonight on Martway. Tonight we celebrate a lot of things. The night of the long run. As that another long run this season by Darrell Williams of 41 yards? Also, a big shout-out, we didn't mention BCE is here tonight as well. Speaking of a long run, a long run of being a great Chiefs fan. Uh, also here tonight, it's like a Laker game. You never know, celebs walk in and out. It's just the way it works on the Kingdom show. Steve Sanders is here, the official photographer of the Kansas City Chiefs. Did he leave? Yeah, he just left. He just left. So he walks in, he walks out. I mean, it's the way it happens on this show. You never know in the next half hour who could walk in. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> speaking, speaking of that... We celebrate the night of the long run tonight because of our special ambassador guest. Because he had one of the longest runs uh, in Chiefs history, and it stood from let's see, I don't to do the math here 79 to 92, i no, no to 02, uh, to 12, yeah, to 12, 12 to 79. Uh, Ted McKnight with us tonight. Now, his nickname back in the day was Touchdown Teddy. That is huge. You got it. Touchdown Teddy in 1979 against the Seattle Seahawks, ripped off an 84-yard run that stood all the way until 2012. It's always good to recap the run. So tell us on the night of the long run, tell us about the long run.
0: You know, after playing so many years, you get hit in the head. You don't remember many things, but I remember the long run. <laughs> yeah, we were we were uh, on the, close to about the 20-yard line. We were going for just a one-yard. It was third and one. And uh, uh, I came off of the corner. Tony Reed came out and blocked. Tommy Condon came out and blocked. And it was just me and two guys. And being a track guy, it was a foot race. And so I figured I am not going to get caught on national television by from behind by a linebacker. And so I just uh, – Put the Jets on, and instead of when I got to the end zone, wasn't even thinking about, you know, like these young kids today, they kind got to come up with a routine. Mine was just,
1: I'm tired. I just flipped <laughs> it. That's it. The, uh, so you were the Legion of Zoom before the Legion of Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, who was with you in the Legion of Zoom back then?
0: Uh, you know, Reed was a, was a pretty quick back. Tony Reed was quick. Yeah. Uh, J, uh, JT Smith. Uh, Carlos yeah. Carson Ooh. Ooh, was, yeah. was one of the fastest guys on the mm-hmm. team. So we had a lot of guys. Gary Green coming out of Baylor was uh, was pretty quick. We had a lot of guys that had a lot of speed. Um, and so, again, you know, my coming out of, uh, again, I pardon what I'm about to say, leaving the Raiders and coming here, there was a lot of merchant speed merchants with the Raiders. But but my, my deal in college was that I was a track guy. And that was where I learned how to come out of the blocks, come out low, instead of coming straight up, and, and it just helped me as far as, As uh, running, Bill Kinney used to tell me when we would play, he'd say, you know, McKnight, he says, I could never hand the ball to you. I was literally throwing it at you because by the time you got to the line or I turned around, you were already through the line of scrimmage. And my deal was the faster I get there, the less number of guys get a chance to hit me. (laughs) Good thinking.
1: Now, Puppet Lady is here tonight, so we're already getting ready to play the uh, Oakland Raiders in 13 days. And we're also Jets fans tonight as Fireman Ed, I mean, weird wolf is here tonight but you have to know Ted was originally drafted by the Oakland Raiders boo <laughs> that wasn't your fault it you wasn't didn't, you didn't no. have that
0: choice no it wasn't but you know it was a it was an absolute honor because it wasn't an intention of mine to, to try to get into the professional sports I didn't honestly I didn't think I had the ability to do it but but when the agents or the the uh, Scouts showed up I was hitting on all cylinders and I Never thought that I'd end up going to the Raiders right after they'd won the Super Bowl. I figured maybe I'd get an opportunity by some team to get a tryout, but I ended up going there. And, uh, you know, there are second chances because I ended up leaving the Raiders and coming to the Chiefs. And at the time, we were not a very good or strong team, but I came here with some wonderful athletes. Yep.
1: And you guys got it going. It just, that's, that's a whole different uh, study in history, how close it was yeah. to get going. But, He was not a one-trick pony as we celebrate the night of the long run and his 84-yard run against the Seahawks. Twenty-two career touchdowns by this lad who sets to my left tonight. Uh, Three years in a row he led the Chiefs in rushing, did Ted McKnight, 78, 79, and 80. His six-yard per carry was the best in the National Football League in 1978. You fashioned a pretty good career, my friend. listen, I I was just out there trying to run with the big dogs. You know, that's the expression. If you don't run with the big dogs, you sit on the porch. Well, speaking of the porch and big dogs, and, oh, I mean, maybe in Mexico City on the porch, uh, this win last night, and you played in this league for five years, so you know what this is, or five years with the Chiefs and then some time with Buffalo, uh, so even beyond that, this was not a game for the faint of heart or for the pretty. This was a gutted out game where it took a lot to travel, a lot to get there, a lot to go through customs, a lot to play on that field, a lot to play at sea level, playing a division opponent. Uh, It was importante, as I said last night on the air. But to gut it out and get a win like that, you played in this league, what does it mean? You know,
0: three things you just talked about. Number one, whenever we played in Denver, you're at 5,000. Mm -hmm. Here you're at Mm 7,000. You saw guys on the oxygen, and you even saw oxygen in the locker room, which Mm -hmm. was unusual to see. Going through customs, we just came back from Italy, and and that's a big deal, going through customs. That in itself can be draining. But then to go there, and then last year had that field so terrible, and then this year you're watching and you're hoping and praying that the field is better. It was, but after a while you began seeing that field being torn apart you're fortunate that there weren't more injuries with those guys running on those fields, the grass giving way. You had some, but you're fortunate you didn't have more. But then to to have uh, the opportunity of playing against uh, the, the Chargers in that atmosphere, in that arena, in that altitude, with that fan base. I mean, there's just so many wonderful things, but so many negative things that could have gone wrong. But more importantly, the thing that really kind of worried us was the fact that our quarterback was I don't know if he was the leading rusher, but he had to have been close. He was and As, in fifty in fifty nine yards rushing. And the last career. thing you want to do
1: is have this guy be your leading rusher. But he gutted it out. This he was did. A, this was a game of guts. We yeah. and I, I like the way Dan Israel put it when he talked with coach about saying holding the fort in the first half because they were coming over the walls and it was shoving the ladders back. But they got it, so the first first drive of the second half was going to be huge because it was 10-9, but the Chiefs had the ball. What would they do with it? And then this play happened to cap off a nine-play, 75-yard drive. First down, Mahomes. McCoy in the backfield. They're going to throw it deep.
2: near side, Kelsey. Caught it around. Caught it. Touchdown, Kansas City. And Mahomes right off and just drops the ball into the hands of Kelsey. A 23-yard touchdown.
1: Here's the point. Not pretty, not pretty, not pretty, pretty. The guts shown by uh, Patrick Mahomes and by Kelsey, Kelsey had not been targeted much, had been kind of shut down at that point, but that the key point to perform at that level to make that play, what does that say?
0: That this kid is a competitor. He's an athlete. There's no two ways about it. <clears throat> He's gonna do what it takes to win. Now sometimes that puts him in peril because what are the defensive guys looking for? An opportunity of teeing off on him. Yeah. But the one thing that I saw that really impressed me was that when he came out of the backfield, he literally looked behind him to see who was chasing him. I mean that takes pre- that that takes great vision to be able to do something like that and still stay in bounds, move the ball down the field, and instead of going head first. He's learned how to slide. I think baseball players should take a look at, at, at watching at this kid because he's learned how to slide in there and protect himself. But but that was, most, that was one of the most impressive things about him. And, again, I mean, he's a great talent, and you want to continue to protect him. But the, the thing that you can't take away from him is that an athlete is an athlete is an athlete, and he's going to do what athletes do.
1: And, again, it wasn't a fantasy football night. He didn't throw for 450 yards and five touchdowns. But he made winning plays. Yeah, he did. And and he and the guys around him, uh, you know,
0: they, they were up for it. Yeah. Uh, I think we're beginning to forget a guy. What's his name? What's his name? Tony something. I think we're, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kelsey has, he's, he's coming into his own. I mean, he was kind of shut down a little bit. But when he got the opportunity of making those catches, the guy just goes up there and he gets, gets them. And I think these two are in such great sync together. No question. I mean, they, they just almost kind of read one another's mind yep. and, and where the ball is going to be, how far is he going to go, how far does he throw it, and because you're very seldom seeing Kelsey out of rhythm to either slow down or to speed up to
1: catch a ball. Yeah, I mentioned we got tons of folks here tonight, the 68 Inside All-Stars. Paul is here. Now, Paul will call plays uh, before you know it. Paul said, let's run a corner route to Kelsey, and have it perfectly executed. Uh, but that was... Huge, because it was a 17 to nine game at that point, and then uh, to come back and grind out so that they the Chiefs defense gets the Chargers off the field, short punt. Now it's a six play, 54 yard drive, but to punch it in, punch it in to take a two possession lead. Again, you played this game. You get a second half two possession lead, all of a sudden now things change on that other sideline. Yeah, they do,
0: and and you know, you started to. Uh you don't want to call it a, 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 a slowdown mode, or you don't want to go into a defensive mode because in this league, it can change just that quickly, and it did. Uh, I, you just got to keep your foot on the gas from the beginning to the ending. You just can't you can't slow down. And I think that the team, the defense stepped up when the defense needed to step up. Uh, like you said, it wasn't pretty, uh, but it was nice to see the offensive line back together. They're not yet gelled because you've got guys that were hurt. But everything kind of fell into place. Win by one, win by 100. A win is a win.
1: Again, with the hy Market Grill in Mission, Ted McKnight, our guest, one of the great KC Ambassadors. We celebrate tonight the night of the long run. We've got Bad Boy Bobby here tonight because the Chiefs Kingdom show is also brought to you by Bad Boy Moors. Mo with an attitude as Chiefs is Bad Boy Country. Here are the long runs in Chiefs history. Now, Ted had the record. 1979 to September 23rd, 2012. And some guy named Jamal Charles ripped off a 91-yard run to beat the New Orleans Saints. That was the crazy game where we won a game and never led. Yeah. We had six field goals, a safety, and a 91-yard run from Jamal Charles. And
0: the interesting thing about that is Charles ran that after having had, had, I believe, a major knee surgery. He did. That's exactly right. So that, you know, not... Everybody wants their records to last, but the expression, records are meant to be broken. Yeah, but you don't want some guy who's had his wheel worked on to come back out and break yours after you <laughs> worked your tail off to get it, but but you can't take it away from him. The guy was just a phenomenal talent.
1: But that game, six field goals of safety in that run to win the game and never led. Uh, I said it was like going to the, Mary was at the casino in Mexico City from Stafford, Kansas, and had a five, a four, a four, a five, and a three and got 21. And so that's the way that game was. We come back, we're going to celebrate more long runs and talk about the play of the game to close out the Chargers. We're at the Hivy Market Grill here in Mission. We'll be back with more from Ted after this on the Chiefs, Fox Football Radio Network. And get your parts from LMC Truck. Keep them on the road with the right part, right price, right now. 16-10 Vikings, 2nd and 4 from their own 9. Damian Williams, handoff, cuts it back
2: right across the 15, 20, 25, 30. Damian Williams at the 40. He's in midfield. It's a race. He's at the 30, 25, 20. It's a race. He will win. Touchdown run against this vaunted Viking rush defense. Damian Williams all the way home touchdown Kansas City
1: 91 yards that tied the record of Jamal Charles on September 23rd 2012 with that 91 yard run I didn't I failed to mention in that play-by-play call that Tyree Kale's running with him with his hand on his back did you have anybody running with you on your 84 yarder did did Carlos Carson have his hand on his back as you're at like the 15?
0: No, but I remember kind of uh, seeing one of the films. One of the coaches was kind of waving me on, like, "Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go." But <laughs> what no. is, what's he think you're going to? Yeah, do? yeah, I'm going to stop and just go back and you know let the guy catch me. No, no, nobody was nobody was waving me on. Nobody was. I mean, nobody was all, uh, running side by side with me except the D the D back.
1: Again, we're at the heavy Market Grill in Mission. A terrific crowd here tonight. Appreciate you all coming out. Uh, Celebrating that victory, Chiefs are 7-4, first in the AFC West, Raiders are second. Um, And a reminder that with the 24 points yesterday, here at any throughout the evening you get 24 cents on your Fuel Saver uh, Plus perks card with a purchase of $24 or more. Again, Ted McKnight is our guest tonight. We celebrate the night of the long run. He had one of the longest runs in Chiefs history uh, against the Seahawks back in the late 70s. We're also getting some swag here tonight for our long runner here, as Ted McKnight will get a gift card from hy V. Enjoy that. Um, Houndstooth, he gets a gift certificate from Houndstooth. I mean,
0: That's nice stuff. Hey, I, I, I know, know those guys. guys.
1: Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Uh, downtown Kansas City's newest full-line men's clothing store located in the River Market. And then this giant bag of swag uh, from the folks at Smoke and Fire, your barbecue and fireplace headquarters located in the northwest corner of 69 Highway, 151st in Stanley. Okay. Game still on the line. We talked about it was like a heavyweight fight in that game last night. And Phillip with 1L Rivers had been picked three times, but he gets a 50-yard play. Mike Williams makes a great catch on a 50-yard catch, and you're thinking, wait a minute. Does this look like the last year's Thursday night game at home? It's in the back of everybody's mind, wasn't it? Until this happens. Eckler stays in on the right halfback. 24 seconds left in the game, Chiefs by 7, the line of scrimmage for Rivers is at the 14-yard line, Rivers takes the snap at his belt, Frank Clark coming
2: for him, a fade route right side, it's intercepted, 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 Dirty Dan Sorensen picks it off, one of the biggest interceptions for Dirty Dan's career, and the Chiefs shut the gate on Philip Rivers. Four interceptions by Rivers, and the Chiefs get a gigantic pick by Dirty Dan Sorensen on the wheel route to the outside
1: to Austin Eckler. For Dirty Dan Sorensen, that was huge. You know how this works. When you're able to close out a game like that, Ted McKnight and the entire Chiefs' kingdom, they were able to put the hammer down, baby. What a way to close it. Because everybody's thinking, wait a minute, this kind of looks like last year's Thursday night game, the only time they beat us in the last 11 times. Anyway, but, but no. And, and I'm going I'm to preface this. Last year on Monday Night Football, remember everybody kind of was on Dan about giving up the pass to Everett in that 54-51 shootout. He just keeps sawing wood, that dude. He's yeah. made some great plays. He's a really good athlete. Yes. And his play to do that last night uh, and to come back, after what happened last year on Monday night football how cool is that you know
0: i'll tell you what i've always admired this guy cuz he's a quiet guy he doesn't doesn't go through a whole lot of hoopla he just goes out there and does his job and you didn't see much of him but when you did see him he was in the right place at the right time but he too i mean he's just a great athlete i know he's been with the team for some period of time and he's and he just he just comes he comes to like an old man he just comes to work, he brings his lunch pail and he comes to work. But you know something that, that about that that touchdown um, I why did they not wind the clock? I mean the guy stayed down it was inbounds and that would have taken more time off the clock
1: because they had no timeouts left. I'm sleep-deprived, so don't get me started. I'm sorry. On okay, okay. okay. I,
0: I just wanted to make sure that I was seeing that deal right.
1: Like put the hammer <laughs> on my head, because I'm telling you, I, I believe me, you saw it right, as, as did I, and I'm freaking out and blowing fuses and everything else. And so, uh, no. Uh, all right, before we let you go, let's talk about handling this bye week. And for this team now, because I've never seen a team in my brief 26 years of being the voice of the Chiefs that's needed a bye week more than these guys. Latest bye week of any team in the league. This has been an adventure to this point. How do you handle this bye week?
0: You know, I was uh, listening to uh, uh, Gronk, and I'll just kind of bring that and come forward, and he was saying that when they had their bye week, uh, they ended up going in to continue to see film even in their bye week. They went in and they saw film. They walked through drills. They did that whole deal. And then four days within that week, Coach said, get away from the game. Don't think about it. Don't talk about it. Just get away from it. That's what you hope that these guys are able to do is, you know, you got to go in for treatment. If you got injured, you got to go in and get your treatment. Mm-hmm. Probably going to have to go in and watch film. But then after that, you hope that you just get a chance to get away from it, take some time off, spend some time with the family. A lot of guys have different charities. We're around the holidays. You hope that they get an opportunity of getting uh, just out of the, the mindset of playing football. Not too far, because, again, you got to get ready to go back to it. But I hope that that's what they're able to do, is they're able to just take a deep breath, look at what they've done, celebrate that win, and then get ready to uh, get back at it. Because, again, this is going to be a big one coming up. Um, I don't think it'll make or break us from a, from a championship level in the sense of winning the division, but it's going to be a huge game again. Huge did I say that?
1: We <laughs> can. Before we let you go, we have Fireman Ed here tonight. Actually, it's uh, Weird Wolf because we're all Jets fans this week. Yes,
0: I'm in on that.
1: Here we go, Fireman Ed, before break. Jets. E-T-S. Jets. 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 There we go. Thank you, Ted McKnight, for being nice with us tonight at the Hobby Market Grill. We'll be back to close things out after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs Football. Third down two, Chiefs are three of six on third down conversions. 12.35 to go, third quarter, Chiefs lead 10 to nine. Fake handoff, Mahomes now will run
2: it to the right side. He's got a first down and more. 45 to the 50, Mahomes 45 and tackled as he gets to the right sideline. How's the knee? How's the ankle? He will trot back to the huddle. He's got a first down in Charger territory, tackled by Denzel Perryman. It is a rush of 20 yards by Patrick Mahomes, scrambling.
1: Yes, tonight we celebrate the long run, particularly those who are big. Okay, as we close out the show, a couple of things. We have Hurricane Vanessa on her last show with us before she goes to Columbus, Mississippi. Next week, remember, it's a bye week. That means it'll be?
3: No programa.
1: Meaning? No no show. show. Next week there'll be? No No show. show. Fireman Ed, get up there, baby, because we're all Jets fans this week. As we close the show, it is? J-E-T-F, Jets. Jets Jets, 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 Jets. Thank you for coming out on a fun night tonight. Enjoy the bye week. We'll see you in two weeks. Nolan Road and
2: in Independence in two weeks. Thanks for joining us on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network.
1: You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show Check out the full library of on-demand Chiefs content, including the Chiefs Kingdom show podcast, only at kcchiefsradio.com. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.